Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. I want to just take a few minutes now um, to, to share with you what I believe and sense that God has placed on my heart for the church in this day and time that we live in. And I want to first begin by just telling you thank you for participating in the 21 days of prayer and fasting. We're just trusting God to continue to move in a powerful way. I know personally I've already sensed the Lord saying some things and doing some things in me. And I'm believing that He's doing the same thing in your life, in your heart, and also in your family and corporately as a church as we unite together in this 21 days of prayer and fasting. We're believing and trusting our champion to, to help us and to guide us and to speak to us in a mighty way. So today I want to just give you the title of my message. And then we're going to get into this word. And then we're going to spend some time praying. The title of my message is, It's Time to Pray. It's Time to Pray. It's time to pray like never before. All we have to do is just see what's going on around us and we know that it's time to pray like never before. But not just pray. It's time for us to pray powerful prayers. Powerful prayers. You see, prayer is powerful because prayer, prayer is our, our direct channel to the presence and the promises and the power of God. We need, to, we need to focus on prayer because that's our connection to Almighty God and to His presence and to His promises and to His power. And as we move forward in this new year, I pray that we all grow in prayer. I pray that all of us would grow in prayer and that not only will we grow in prayer, but we would be transformed by the power of prayer. Listen to me, church, more than ever, we, we have to be convinced. We have to be convinced. There has to be an assurance in our hearts that, that without prayer, we're powerless. That, that without prayer, uh, that we're, we're going to uh, not be able to accomplish anything. That we're, we're nothing without prayer. And without prayer, we're going to spiritually be dead. And I personally believe right here where we are in 2021, that God is speaking to me and God is speaking to his church and he's calling us in these last days and reminding us that it's time to pray. It's time to pray. We know we need to pray, but God is reminding us that we need to pray powerful prayers. God has called his people to be people of prayer. And if there's ever been a time in our, in our day, in our history, that we need to be praying powerful prayer. It's the day that we're living in. Do you need a reason to pray a powerful prayer? Just look around. Just look around at what's going on in our world today. Look at what's going on in our nation today. Look at what's going on in our state today. Look at what's going on in our communities. Look what's going on in our neighborhoods. Look what's going on in our own lives. If there's ever been a time that we need to pray powerful prayers, we need to pray those prayers now. 
And we need revival, friend. And you look around at everything that's going on. We need revival. And I'm not talking about a revival service. I'm talking about a revival of our heart. I'm talking about a revival of prayer. I'm talking about a revival of God's word in our life. We need that kind of revival. We need a spiritual awakening to take place. And when you look back into our history, you can see that at different times, There was revival that came. There was an awakening spiritually that came. But when you look back, that all happened because God's people were praying powerful prayers. And I want to share with you a couple of quotes this morning that I hope will stir your heart and your life to have a desire to want to pray powerful prayers. These great men of God that I'm about to share with you here in this uh, quote is Dr. Billy Graham. And, And he knew uh, that there was a potential for revival. And he said the three keys, the, th- the three keys to experiencing revival in our lives, here are the three keys. Prayer, prayer, prayer. He believed that the only way revival would come was through prayer. The great Charles Spurgeon, great man of God, he said this, he says, My own soul's conviction is that prayer is the grandest power in the entire universe. My question for you is, do we believe that? Do we believe that an awakening spiritually is going to come? Do we believe revival, revival is going to come as we pray? Do we really believe that prayer is the grandest power in the entire universe? Do we believe that? These great men of God and many other followers of Christ in our history They believed that prayer was the answer. They believed that prayer is the grandest power in the universe. They were convicted and they were convinced of the power of prayer. And I ask you this morning, are we convinced of the power of prayer? Do we have that same conviction to want to pray powerful prayers? Listen, church, as we move forward into this new year, I need to be convinced and you need to be convinced of the power of prayer. Why? Because without prayer, we're powerless. Without prayer, nothing will change. Without prayer, we're going to be spiritually empty. Without prayer, we're going to be fruitless in our life. So as we move forward, as we move forward into this new year and we have a heart for God to use us in a mighty way, we need to pray. As we move forward into this new year and we encounter spiritual warfare facing a real enemy, and friend, just look around, the enemy is pursuing us and attacking with the attempt to destroy us. As we move forward in spiritual warfare, we need to pray. If we're going to see lives changed by the power of God, we need to pray. If we're going to see our land healed and united and and come back together for the glory of God, we need to pray. We need to pray. Because prayer is everything, and prayer changes everything, and we must be, as a church, we must believe in the power of prayer, but not only believe in the power of prayer, but we must engage in the power of prayer. We need to be praying, praying people, and I want you to listen to me. As your pastor, please hear my heart. I I want to grow in the power of prayer. I need to grow in the power of prayer. 
I want to be transformed by the power of prayer. I want to be used by God in a mighty way. And I want you to be used by God in a mighty way. And the only way that's going to happen, the only way God is going to use you, the only way God is going to use me, the only way God is going to use this church is if we come together and we pray powerful prayers. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. I want you to open up your Bibles this morning. And I want to share with you uh, just one verse, really. It's a powerful verse that I believe is going to encourage us and challenge us to pray powerful prayers. It's found in John chapter 15, verse 7. Verse 7 is all I'm going to focus on today. John chapter 15, verse 7. Jesus is here and he's speaking to his followers. And he's given a powerful illustration here about vine and branches. And Jesus is talking also about prayer. And listen what Jesus, to what Jesus says in John 15, verse 7. I wish you would take time to memorize this one verse this week and make it a memory verse in your life. It's powerful. In verse 7, Jesus says this. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, listen to this, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. There's so much deep truth just in this one verse. But here's the truth that you need to see. If we're going to bear the fruit of powerful prayer, we have to understand and know the source of powerful prayer. And the source of powerful prayer is God's Son. The source of powerful prayer is God's Son. Listen to what verse 7 says. Jesus says, if you abide in me, if you abide in me, not abide in a building, not abide in a program. He says, abide in me. He says, if you abide in me. And I wonder how many of us, we start off our, our prayers, and we start off our prayers with our problems and with our pains. When Jesus wants us to start off our prayers by seeking him first, We need to start our prayers off. Jesus needs to be the starting point of our prayers if they're going to be powerful prayers. Jesus said this. He says, says, if you abide in me, if you abide in me. I want you to notice how Jesus put a condition to powerful prayer. He uses this one little word here, if, this conjunction. He uses the word if, and that word if changes everything. Jesus says, if. If you abide in me, if we're going to experience the powerful prayers in our life, it all depends on if we abide in Jesus. If we're not abiding in Jesus, then there's no power. If we're not abiding in Jesus, then there's no fruit. There's no results to our prayers. So you may be wondering, what does the word abide mean? Well, let me tell you. The word abide is a powerful word. Abide, it means to remain in. It means to stay connected. It means to stay close to. And if we're going to have powerful prayers in our life, we need to remain in Jesus. We need to stay connected to Jesus. We need to stay close to Jesus. That's a good word for you today. You remain in Jesus and stay connected to Jesus and stay close to Jesus. And to help illustrate this, Jesus gives a powerful imagery that he is the vine and the church, we are the branches. And he uses this imagery to remind us that the source of power and the source of life for the branch is going to always be the vine. You see, the branch alone has no power. 
The branch alone will have no fruit. The branch alone can do nothing. The branch alone will not survive. The branch alone will wither up and die. So that reminds us today that divine is the source of everything for the branch. Divine is the source of power, the source of life. And Jesus Christ is the source of power for God's people and God's people's prayers. Listen, church, the only way, the only way for followers of Christ to experience power in our prayers is to stay connected to Jesus, is to stay connected to Jesus If we're going to see God do what only God can do, it's going to happen as we stay close to Jesus and abide in Christ. You see, I think this is something that we're all guilty of. I think many of us, we try so hard, we try so hard. We put our own effort into things and we try to generate our own fruit and we work so hard and we try to generate our own power. When Jesus is telling us here in this passage, all we have to do, listen, all you have to do is stay connected to him and his power will flow in you and through you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he does all that so he will be glorified. You see, the source of power The source of power in our prayers is found in Jesus Christ. It's found as we abide in Christ. Listen to me, I got some good news for you this morning. When we abide in Christ, we're never without power. When we abide in Christ, we're never overcome by the troubles of this world. When we abide in Christ, we're never defeated by the enemy. When we abide in Christ, we're never alone. When we abide in Christ, he gives strength to all of us. When we abide in Christ, we never lose hope. When we abide in Christ, we can have a joy uh, that God gives us. When we abide in Christ, we have a peace that surpasses all understanding. That all happens when we abide in Christ. So you let 2021, let this be the year, let this be the year, church, come on, friend, whoever you are, let this be the year you decide to abide. Maybe right there where you are, you could just, you could just type that in, I decide to abide, I decide to abide, I decide this 2021 that I'm not going to try to do anything outside of God's will, I'm going to remain in him, I'm going to stay close to him, I'm going to stay connected to him so I can experience the power of God in my life and through my prayer life. Amen. You need to make that decision today to decide to abide. Now, if you're looking around this time of year, the season that we're in, you can see a lot of dead branches laying on the ground. I know yesterday, Lucas and I, uh, we went around in our yard and picked up some dead branches and some dead limbs that had been blown into our yard from a recent storm. And the branches on the ground, they were dead. And the reason there were so many dead branches on the ground is because they had had come disconnected from the tree, the source of life for them. And what a powerful lesson that is for us. It's vital that we understand. Listen, there's some storms that may blow through in your life. There may be some strong winds that come your way in 2021. There may be some intense storms that come your way. But listen, we have to stay connected to the vine. We have to stay connected to the vine. We have to abide in Christ who gives power and gives life. You see, when you're praying, you're actually abiding in Christ. Jesus is the greatest example Jesus spent mornings and and nights praying and abiding in the presence of his Father. Look at the early church. 
Why in the world did the early church rely so much on prayer? Because prayer was the way they stayed connected to the power source. And the church abided in prayer so they could receive the power they needed to be able to move forward in some very chaotic and hostile times. And friend, I'm just telling you, please hear my heart. We need to do the same thing today as a church. You need to get ready to position yourself to be able to pray and stay connected to the power source as we go through some chaotic and some hostile times. You see, that was the key then for the church, and that's going to be the key going forward for the church, is to position ourselves where we're connected to Jesus Christ, the power source. You know what Paul said? Paul said this. He said, listen, pray in the Spirit at all times. Paul said, pray without ceasing. You know what Paul was saying? He says, never stop abiding. Never stop uh, staying close to Jesus. Never lose connection to the power source. That's what Paul was saying. And this has to be our desire going forward. That's got to be your desire. That has to be my desire. We have to be convinced that abiding in Jesus is the source of power for our prayers. Jesus is the source of power for our prayers. This past week, uh, there was a couple of pastors that reached out to me for different reasons. And one of the pastors wanted to know what our plan was going forward. And jokingly, I said, I wished I knew. But God knows the plan. God knows the plan for our church. And let me just tell you what God's plan is for our church. You want to know what God's plan is for our church? God's plan for our church is for us to abide in Jesus. He wants us to stay close to Jesus, stay connected to Jesus, to remain in Jesus, and for us to pray powerful prayers. God's plan is for us to be a praying church. God's plan is for us to be a church going forward that will preach God's word because the truth will set you free. Our plan going forward is to lift up Jesus with praise and worship. Our plan going forward is to seek the lost, serve the suffering, and share life together. Our plan going forward is to love God and to love people. Our plan going forward that God has for us is to be a place of hope for anybody from anywhere. That's God's plan for our church And it all starts, friend, by abiding in Christ. It all happens as we abide in Christ. It's going to start when we're convicted and when we're convinced that Jesus is the source to make all this happen. The only way these things are going to happen is that we stay connected to Jesus, the power source to make all this happen. We must abide in Christ. If we refuse to abide in Christ, then the church will die. If we refuse to abide in Christ, our prayers will be powerless. You know what Jesus said? If you you go back to this same chapter and before you get to verse 7, you'll find in verse 5, this is what Jesus said. He said, apart from me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. He says that apart from him, we can do nothing. Now, I looked in my Webster's Dictionary last night and looked up the word nothing. You know what it means? It means nothing. It means nothing. It means zero. It means apart from Christ that our prayers will do nothing. That means apart from Christ that we can do nothing. But here's the good news. Please hear me right here. This is the good news. That when we connect, when we connect to the source, friend, we're connected to the God that says that with him all things are possible. When we're we're abiding in Christ, we're connected to the source who says that nothing is too hard for him. 
And I want you just to take this time right now. Just declare this over your life. Make this your prayer. Ask God to make this the burden in your life that you can say today that I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward connected to the God of all power and the God of all possibilities. You can say today, I'm moving forward in prayer connected to the God who can do the impossible. Friend, do you need God to do something that looks impossible in your life right now? God can do it. Hallelujah. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward in prayer connected to the God who performs miracles. I'm moving forward connected to the God who heals, connected to the God who delivers, connected to the God who saves. You see, friend, powerful prayer starts by connecting to the source, and the source is God's son, Jesus. Do you know him today? I pray you do. And I pray you're connected to him, friend. Don't, don't ever lose connection with Jesus. You stay close to him. You remain in him. You dwell in his presence. And he says when we abide in him, that powerful things begin to happen. So you stay close to the source of powerful prayer, God's son. And now I want you to notice this. I want you to notice the support. The support for powerful prayer is God's word, is God's word. Here's what Jesus said in verse 7. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. If you abide in me and my words, the words of Christ, if they abide in you. See, I really believe this with all of my heart. I believe that the two greatest weapons in our arsenal for spiritual warfare are prayer and the word of God. Prayer and the word of God. You know why? Because Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, in this warfare chapter, at the very end, he tells us, he says, take up the sword of the Spirit. That's the Word of God. He says, take up the sword of the Spirit, which means to take up the Word of God. And the very next word after he tells us to do that is to pray. Pray at all times. Take up the Word, pray. Take up the Word, pray. Take up the Word and pray. You know why? Because prayer and the Word of God, they work together. And we have power. We have power in our prayers when we pray God's word, because prayer and the word of God work together. The word of God supports our powerful prayer. You ask any, any pilot or any passenger on an airplane, and I reached out to a pilot yesterday, and I asked him this, this question, which I know he probably thought I was crazy when I asked it. Which wing on the airplane, which wing on the airplane is the most important wing? The right wing or the left wing? And their reply was, we know both wings are equally important. Both wings. You need both wings for the plane to be able to take off. You need both wings for the plane to stay in the air. You need both wings to be able to land the plane. Or the plane will not be able to do what it was designed to do. And that reminds me that prayer and God's word, they're our wings. If you have one without the other, then we go down. We go down. We don't, we don't fly like God has designed us to fly. We don't accomplish what God has designed us to accomplish because we, we don't have one or the other. We have to have prayer and we have to have the word of God or we go down. And when we're praying, friend, listen to me. When we're praying God's word, we're praying God's will. And you're, gonna, you're never going to go wrong praying God's word and praying God's will to be done in your life. Here's the deal. We have to be willing to align our prayers with God's word. We have to align our prayers with God's word. Why? Because God's word instructs us. God's word 
corrects us. God's word comforts us. God's word transforms us. God's word feeds us. God's word encourages us. God's word is a lamp unto our feet. God's word keeps us from sin. God's word is our guide. God's word is a powerful in living. See, when we pray, we need to pray God's word. And we need to pray with open Bibles, praying our Lord's words. So, friend, listen, when you pray, make sure you're praying God's word. Pray in God's word and God's promises over your life. And finally, I want to tell you this. The supernatural result of powerful prayer is God moves. God moves. I love it. Jesus says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever and I will grant it. I will do it. That's, that's found in verse 7. He says, when, listen, when we abide in Jesus and align our lives with God's word, the result is that God's going to move. He says, ask and it will be done for you. Not by you, but for you. In other words, God wants to move for you. God wants to move for you. God wants to move for your family. God wants to move for your church. God wants to move for you. Hallelujah. God will move in a way to accomplish his plan and his purposes. And God's going to move in a way that he's going to get all the glory. If you keep reading here in John 15, he says that God's going to answer this prayer and it's all so the Father will receive the glory. You see, the result of powerful prayer is we will see God move in a powerful way. How many of you need God to move in a powerful way? You're, you're watching this morning and, and you hear me sharing these things and, and you say, that's me, that's me, preacher. I, I need God to move in a powerful way in my life. I, I need God to move in a powerful way in my family. I, I need God to, to move in a powerful way at my work. I, I need God to move in a powerful way at my school. I, I need God to move in a powerful way in my neighborhood. I, I need God to move. A, look, we all need God to move in a powerful way in this nation. We need God to move. We need God to move in this church. We need God to, I want God to move in me. How about you? We need God to move in us. And here's the good news. The good news is God wants to move. He wants to move. Listen to me. God wants to move for you. He wants to move for you. He wants to save lost people. He wants to set people free from bondage in their life. He wants to fill people with his Holy Spirit. He wants to fill you with an overflow and hope and joy. He wants to give you peace. He wants to give you boldness. He wants to produce fruit in your life. He wants to help you. He wants to advance his kingdom for his glory. God wants to move for you. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for that today? That God wants to move for you. The praise team will go ahead and thank you, brother, for your help. And let me ask you this question as they prepare to get in place and we prepare to do some praise and prayer. I'm asking you this question. How do you need God to move in 2021? How do you need God to move in 2021? What is it that you're trusting God to do? Man, last night I... Just pour my heart out to the Lord, asking for God to put a burden on me that I would have a desire going forward, that I would want, I would want more of a, a, a precious time of powerful prayer in my life. I want it to transform my life. I want it to transform this church.
What do you need God to move in 2021? Let me just tell you this. Whatever you're praying for, don't give up. I really feel strong right now to tell you that don't give up. Keep praying. Abide in Christ. Stay connected to him. He's the source. He's the power. He's going to be the one to move and make it happen. Why? So he can get all the glory. All you have to do, friend, is as you go forward, you got to trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him. Trust him that he's moving. Trust him that he's working. Whatever it may be, you, you just keep praying. Keep praying powerful prayers. Despite what you might feel and despite what you might see or not see, keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying powerful prayers. Never stop abiding. Keep your word open. Align, align your prayers with the word of God. And then be ready to watch God move. Hallelujah. Be ready, be ready, be ready to watch God move. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. Over the last two and a half years, there's been some things that God has been doing in me, and, and it's all going right back to prayer, right back to prayer. Reading from God's Word and some books and some people that God has placed in my life. And after reading through this, these books and, and knowing what God is speaking to me personally, I know one thing. I know God is calling us to pray, to be people of prayer. And it's time to pray. And you know why it's time to pray? Because prayer works. It's time to pray because prayer works. So we're getting ready to go into a song here. And we're going to worship the Lord for just a couple more minutes. And here's what I want you to do. He says, ask and it will be done for you. Not by you, but for you. God wants to move for you. And whatever it is in your life right now that you need God to do, however you need God to move, as we sing this song, I wish that you would just begin to cry out from the inside and say, Lord, I'm staying close to you, and I know you're going to help me, and I know you're going to work, and I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you going forward as I stay close to you, that you're going to move in a powerful way through powerful prayer. Come on, friend. And I'm going to come back up, and I'm going to pray for you. But right now, just focus in on calling on the Lord, and let's praise him as we pray. That's all abiding. When I lift my voice and shout, every wall comes crashing down. I have the authority. Jesus has given me. When I open up my mouth, miracles start breaking out. I have the authority. Jesus has given when I lift. When I lift my voice and shout, come on. Every wall comes crashing down. I have the authority. Jesus has given me. When I open up my mouth, miracles 
Father, we thank you that you've conquered it all, God. And God, my prayer right now, Lord, is for everyone that's watching online, God, every heart that's tuned in right now, God, that you would place a burden upon them, a conviction to want to pray powerful prayers, that you would convince every one of us right now that there is power in prayer, that you would convince us, Lord, that you are the source you are the source. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are the source of that power. And God, we thank you, Lord, for your word. And I pray, God, that you would put a hunger. God, you know my prayer. God, that you would put a hunger in me, a hunger in this church. God, for, for the word of God, for the word of God. We need your truth more than ever. God, I pray right now, Lord, Lord, that we would just see you move. We would see supernatural results as we pray your word. We would see you move, God, not by something we've done, but because what you've done for us. God, that you would move right now. There's people that need miracles in their lives right now. There's people that are going forward needing a touch from you, God. And we're believing you right now to move, God. Move, Lord. We, we ask you, Lord. We ask you right now. We're abiding in you. God, we're trusting in you, God. We're staying close to you. We're connected to you. And God, we're believing you, God, to move. Help families today, Lord whatever they may be battling with, whatever giants they may be facing, whatever walls are in front of them, we thank you, Jesus, that you're our champion. Yes. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you praise, Lord. Thanking you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're so encouraged, Lord, by your presence. Friend, whoever you are, I'm praying for you right now. The team is praying for you right now. That you would just keep abiding. Keep abiding. Never lose connection. Keep aligning your, your, your life with the Word of God. And keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. And we're going to see God just work in a powerful way. I declare that over your life personally right now. I declare it over this church and over our community. I, I declare it over this nation right now, God, that we would see you move 
We need you to move, God. And it's only going to come through God's people praying powerful prayers. It's time to pray. And God, here we are. And we're calling on your name, the name above all names, that you would work and you would bring glory. No man would get credit, but only you, Jesus, would be lifted up and be glorified. You are our king. Hallelujah. You are our Lord, our true champion. And we give you praise right now in Jesus' name.